This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. In the words of Walt Disney, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Let's do some doing. Eric Lee Show, Richland's Courtney Carson, downtown, WSOY, Naticator.com, Earth Newer Credit Union. Let's go. This is the Eric Lee Show with Richland Community College's Courtney Carson, presented by Decatur Earthmover Credit Union. Tuesday, 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 lots of Tuesday (laughs) going on around here. It's the worst day of the week. There's no football. Actually, there is Mac football tonight. There's three football games tonight in college if uh, if you're looking for something. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Are you excited about that? No. (laughs) But it's better than nothing. I'm not excited about the COVID numbers. We we better, we got to find something long term to do. It's going to be a while. Before we uh, have regular lives coming up again. These numbers continue to climb, especially in our state. Eric Lee Show, Richland's Courtney Carson, downtown Decatur, brought to you by Earth Mover Credit Union. Happy Tuesday. Got a couple guests today. Uh, I had a bunch of guests yesterday. If you missed any of the uh, the doctors, <laughs> the doctors of ladies of color. <laughs> that sounds like a, sounds like a, a group, 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 right? <laughs> like they come out, what's it gonna be? <laughs> Turn Juanita Morris, Judith Campbell, and Janelle Norman into En Vogue. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd make a good En Vogue. Though. Yeah. But, uh, but also uh, today we're going to get a chance. We're going we're gonna to talk to Jim Getz, uh, the chief of police, joins us every month. And uh, Courtney probably ought to. Hide and run for cover a little bit. <laughs> he got me back. He already got you back? He already got me back. <laughs> we ain't on the same time. We don't see eye to eye right now. <laughs> I got something to talk to him about. Well, he got you back, but not in front of everybody. Right. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Uh, also, Colin Bonner coming up in about 15, 20 minutes uh, with Mid-State Soccer. As we get a, uh, re- you know, as we get a catch up on what they're up to, uh, what, what can they do? I'm not even sure. We know what. High school soccer can't play, but uh, what are they doing? How are they planning out their season and mm-hmm. all that with a link to the, of course, Mid-State is uh, uh, underneath the umbrella of the Decatur Park District uh, of all ages. So, Plus, uh, at the bottom of the show, Lauren Young, she'll preview Pharmacy Facts with Friends, which will be coming up right after us. And I know they got Andy Menard on the show tonight. At Amen. least, Yeah, so good show coming up. Uh, three hours of fun, hopefully, set up for you. Um, probably ought to go ahead and jump on into uh, a little bit of a rollout. Roll out. Luda. Luda. Roll out. <laughs> we are, uh, obviously, these uh, these numbers aren't getting better. Uh-uh. 12,623 new cases a day. The number keeps going up for us. Does Pete, Does anyone really care? That's the problem, right? It seems like people don't. Is this, is this still a reaction to, like, Halloween parties? Mm-hmm. It's been 10 days. Yeah. Um, we got to care more about this stuff, man. This I feel like dangerous. people care. I feel like maybe we're getting to a point where even people that care, this is, uh, un, you know, maybe even undodgeable. Mm. You know? Mm. I mean, it, 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 the only way to dodge it is to literally only stay home. 
You know, we've been going mm-hmm. out and doing things, you know, mm-hmm. going to the store and wearing masks. And, you know, a lot of that is shut down right now. But but maybe just getting out, maybe there's just so many people with it, mm-hmm. especially people who may not know they have it, people who are asymptomatic that are passing it that don't know they have it. I think it's easy to pass it, whether you're wearing a mask or, or not, there's a chance to get it. Um, you know, obviously, a, a, anybody with a brain should believe it's at least a little harder to get it if you're wearing a mask. You know, uh-huh. but, but if you put something on your hands and then eventually touch your face 20 minutes later, I don't know how uh, how you can avoid it, which would probably be how I'll get it, whether I'm wearing a mask around somebody with it or not. Yeah, I'm going to be totally honest. I, I, I agree with you. Man. Face I, toucher, man. I I'm a face toucher as well. Bad, bad. My gosh. But uh, 12,000, that's uh well, I remember when I when we jumped over five and six, half of this, and I was like, "Oh no, mm. uh, the second wave is coming." Well, the second wave is fully here, and the state of Illinois lost seventy nine more uh, people that passed away uh, yesterday with this disease, um, with this virus. Macon County uh, unfortunately lost four more mm. yesterday: a, a male in his seventies, a male over one hundred, and two females in their eighties. I believe it says two females eighty, unless they were both exactly eighty, but I think it means in their eighties. Uh, so 12,000 more today mm-hmm. and 511,183 cases just in the state, half a million, you know, we're Man. pumping them. And unfortunately, 10,289 have passed away in this state, uh, since the beginning of this, not just a scoreboard, yeah. they're human beings yep. and a lot of people. I know the cynics just want to keep fighting it, but people are very, very healthy getting this and dying from this. Mm-hmm. Not every single person. They, they told us from the beginning that's not how it was going to be. But there are people that are dying just of this. And uh, that's, boy, it should scare you a little bit. Yeah. At least for other people around you that you care about. Um, the, the state is catching up. Three more regions in Illinois will be under stricter COVID-19 mitigations beginning today. Governor Pritzker announced that Region 7, which is Kankakee and Will Counties, Region 8, McHenry and DuPage, and Region 5, which is Southern Illinois. They've been elevated to Tier 2 mitigations. Region 1 in Northwest Illinois has been under Tier 2 mitigation since late October. Outdoor dining will now be limited to six people per table instead of 10. The maximum for gatherings is now reduced to 25, from 25 to 10. Pritzker says that new daily cases in the state are up to 380% since the 1st of October and that deaths and hospitalizations are up 150%. So one thing I think we all can agree on is... Until the numbers go down, the governor sure as hell isn't lightening. Uh, oh no, lightening he, the mood. He's not, but so <sighs> not at all. So another piece of information off Natty Cater: uh, the Illinois Commerce Commission announced it is continuing to help residents struggling to pay their utility bills due to the pandemic. Spokeswoman Victoria Crawford said that the moratorium on the disconnections has been voluntarily extended by a number of state-regulated utilities through the winter of twenty-one. For eligible low-income residential customers, as well as those who self-report to utilities that they are experiencing financial or COVID-19 hardship. Uh, there had been an agreement in place, this is a quote, that had put a moratorium in place on residential shutoff until September 30th, but now that has been extended, said Crawford. We went back to the utilities companies and said, hey, we would like to see you extend the moratorium, and most of them did. Crawford said that Ameren, Illinois, and other services have committed to extending the moratorium for low-income Home Energy Assistance Program qualified residential customers and those impacted financially by the pandemic. Uh, Low-income families and those impacted by COVID should not have to fear losing basic services like electricity, heat, or fresh water. So, I mean, people are kind of we're watching out for each other a little bit here, uh-huh. right? Almost definitely. We're looking out. Thankfully for that. Uh, election Day was one week ago. 
North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona, and Alaska still can't get their votes counted. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested to know the final score of this thing just because it's over. Right. I mean, especially because now maybe there's been an announcement I've missed because I'm not owning in, honing in on uh, on CNN every night. I'm, I'm off of that. Are these numbers even changing? I mean, I looked yesterday. They were all about 98 or 99 percent. They are changing. They, uh, Georgia's got about, I think they said, a little under 10,000 or so left with Biden having a 12,000 yeah. margin around. So, so they are changing. They're just yep. counting them what? One at a time? What is going on? Two at a time. I mean, like literally. I think they're just trying to ensure that they're spot on because as soon as they finish, they have to have all the county counties have already. Well, they're not recounting. Georgia is going to recount though. But they're not right now. No, they're. So you say they want to be spot on, which I totally get. Yeah. How did they? How did they count eighty percent of the vote in one night? You know, and then (laughs) right, and then and then you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and now they've hit this Nevada, like barely giving us anything momentum. I will say That's they, what I don't they did say they should be finished Georgia in the next day or so. They have to finish certifying before they can do a recount. And okay. last I checked, they had certified about 50 counties or so. Uh, once they finish certifying them all, then they'll go and do a recount. That's how I read it, how they were explaining it. Finish the count. Yeah. Then worry about the recount. I, right. It just seems so obvious. Uh, <laughs> North Carolina has Trump in front by, what's this, about 40, 50, about 80,000, 85,000. They're at 98%. percent they we, we're just, They're just not going to, we're not interested in calling that state yet, yet I guess. Arizona's at 98%. Uh, Biden has a 15,000 vote lead there. And Alaska, what, what they've just given up. 52%. Yeah, I heard that today. Did something happen in Alaska? <laughs> yeah, something happened. They just stopped counting. They said they don't want to finish. You got about a, <laughs> last I checked, had like 175,000 votes remaining, but then that was yesterday. So they've done nothing today. Um, yeah, they've, they've counted 100 and basically 172,000 votes. They've counted 172,000 <laughs> votes in one week. That's all they've counted in a week. <laughs> For a measly three. That's what Pennsylvania was counting an hour. For a measly three points, also. Yeah, for three electoral votes. Three electoral votes. If you can't, if you can only count 172,000 votes in a week, somebody needs to be fired. And I'm not, and I'm not fire everybody, guy. <laughs> You're fired. Get the crap done. I mean, this is really annoying. Color up the map. Let's see what's going on. Let Trump, because the longer this takes, the longer it's going to take Trump to decide maybe what he's going to do in some states. Mm-hmm. How would Trump fire them? You fired. You fired. <laughs> <laughs> You're so- Fallon to last night put together a thing where Trump fired Trump, and they're having a conversation with each other. I mean, because of Celebrity Apprentice, that's kind of right. easy to do. But uh, he's like, uh, this is an embarrassment. No, you fired. <laughs> I, Alaska, you know, Alaska and Nevada, what an embarrassment. Get it done. They're not even done. They've called Nevada. Nevada's still got 3% to add up. Damn. Actually, technically, Illinois says that we have Nevada's 10% still to add up. 50,000 votes count up they said what i last saw so. jeremy illinois says we're only at 90 percent mm. <laughs> california just, new york are also not even well none of them even, no no none of them nothing says 100 they all say 99 every single one of them that that don't well i mean nothing says 100 i shouldn't say but every one of these red states they all say 99 99 there's 197 i guess you could just never be totally sure huh I guess not. <laughs> well, that's probably the. Uh, this, I don't know. I would say it's those states that, that that will count votes that were mailed in postmarked by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But first of all, that's got to be done by now. 
Mm-hmm. But I guess it's, I guess it's, uh, that 1% would be absentee military, absentee maybe hospital. I don't know. Anybody? But absentee is very, very professional, I guess, because you've got a code, you've got an ID on there. There's no way to cheat with absentee, mm-hmm. supposedly. At least the, at least I know Rush Limbaugh accepts it because he's the one that said absentee is one of the fairest things that's, you, mm. you don't, you, no, nobody's trying to get rid of absentee. I stumbled onto that conversation one mm-hmm. day. But everything else is cheating. Everything else. Everything else. Everything else is cheating, else is cheating. these days. Yeah. Uh, according to him, yeah. But 26, uh, 26 minutes into hour one and the rollout complete. Rollout is always brought to you by Jeff Ludwig, Zach Ludwig, and Zach Young, country financial insurance agents, Jeff and Zach Young in Forsyth, my insurance agents for like 13, 14 years now, I think. Something crazy. 877-2830 is our phone number. <coughs> Auto insurance, life insurance, whatever you might have, uh, they'll, they'll get you taken care of up north. Zach Ludwig's office, uh, a secondary office for Young and, uh, and Jeff is on Route 36 on the way out towards Mount Zion. Was that a sneeze? Do we need to rush you <laughs> into testing? <laughs> that was a cough. <laughs> <laughs> the peanuts. The cough is worse. Way. The cough is worse. <laughs> <laughs> The sneeze is a spreader. The cough is a symptom. Uh, <laughs> I had those uh, flaming hot peanuts, man. It, 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 I couldn't swallow them right. Yeah, you got to drink some water with them. This water right here, how you like it, man? I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Spring water. So it's got the... No. No? But it's good water. Your kid would hate this water. <laughs> That's poo-poo water, they Poo-poo say. water. The kids say nowadays because they do homework about water. Oh, not not the kids, just Courtney's kids. <laughs> the water homework, and they're all terrible. I said, "Tell me one good water." He had no answer. <laughs> he had no answer. No answer. <laughs> he started biting on his lips. Yeah. Um. And then Mrs. Carson's like, "I just like water out of the tap." It's like, well, you're the other, the other, completely other spectrum. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she drinks that water. It's terrible. I've never ever liked tap water my entire life. It's horrible, man. And then you go to like an aunt's, or for me, it was my grandma's house. They never have anything to drink because mm-hmm. they just drink tap water. Oh my god! And they just like have a glass by the sink and fill it up and drink it. You know? Have. And it's like that's not how I drink things. You know? Ugh, Get blame, a glass, I'll take blame. it back, and sip on it. She had a headache over the weekend. I said, it's because of that water you've been that, drinking. All that iron. I'm just making that up. That's what people say, right? <laughs> you know, there's iron in that water. There's rust in the pipes. There's uh, Courtney's kid would say there's poo-poo in that water. Poo-poo. There's not enough uh, levels of electronic stimulant, <laughs> stimulant shock therapy in that water. That hasn't been prepared correctly. <laughs> hey, did you watch football last night? Yeah, but not as much as you'd think I would. Oh, for real? I actually was in her work and forgot it was on. Flip, mm-hmm. Flipped it on. It was uh, about a, it was the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Went home at eight and we watched it. And then once the Jets took a ten point lead, we started watching a couple shows. But then in between the show, we realized it was tied, so we went ahead and watched the end of it. Mm. Um, the Jets are one of the worst teams ever assembled, <laughs> and and they almost beat the Patriots. But the Patriots aren't very good either. However, they they are good enough that they got their third win last night. Mm. Did you watch it? <laughs> no. So you asked me. I was like, "Are you going to say something about it? Like, you going to be like?" I just wanted to check check the pulse because you seem happy today. So, just want that, to see that game was... did not make me happy. <laughs> I'm happy every day. You just think I'm not happy. No, no. When we talk about football, if it's not right, you go into this place. Like, if I have a bad dude, I'm, you go into a dark place. <laughs> I've got. Six six fantasy teams, uh-huh. and if I have like a, I lose five of them, 
bad performance week and the Bears lose and Illinois garbage and all that, then, then I might be a little not talkative about football. Mm. But I'm not in a bad mood about it even. Yeah. I mean, I'm annoyed on Sunday if, like, every team just lays an egg. But a lot of my teams are intertwined anyway. I got the same kind of guys. Oh, so if gotcha. a couple guys play bad, then that's going to reflect poorly on most of my squads. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, but you don't understand fantasy either, so. No, I don't. Nope. You would. The, a good way to start would be fantasy basketball. Because you just get points for every every point, rebound, assist, steal, and block that those guys go out there and do. So you, you, you like guys. Obviously, the superstars come first, but. Right after them, it's a it's a list of guys that you wouldn't expect. It's not like all the number twos. Mm-hmm. It's all the guys who average 15, 8, 6, 4, and 2. You know what I mean? It's guys that kind of do a little bit of everything. So Chris Paul's a very valuable, like, fantasy player. Oh, for real? Yeah, because he'll get a couple blocks even. And See, I, I believe that I could put together the best basketball team, though. I, I bet you could. Well, I wait. No, you couldn't because you don't even watch it. That's a big problem. <laughs> no. But I understand roles, right? <laughs> who are the who are the best? Give me any of give me the two best two of the best players that have only been in the league a couple years. What? G- give me a couple studs that have only been in the in the, in the league a year or two. Do you even know the young stars? No, I don't know none of the young boys. Well, I think that's the future. <laughs> we we've had a really good run the last couple of years. For real? Yeah. Luka Doncic is going to be a super superstar. See, I don't know who Luka Doncic is. Yeah, that's a problem. Luca, you know who Zion Williamson is. Now I know Zion. I know Zion. That's well, they a, went to that Duke, so that helped you a little bit. Yeah, you know? he's a beast. I like that kid. Malachi was probably watching dunk videos of Zion in high school because of, yeah. he, was, he was such a superstar in high school. What team's he on, Courtney? Yeah, Who Zion? No chance. Zero chance. Of Zion Williams is in the NBA. It's not even Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have his last name right. Who? <laughs> 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 What's his last name? Zion Williamson. What did he say, Williams? Just Williams. I mean, it was close. <laughs> yeah, but, but he, was, he wouldn't want to be Courtney Carlson. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not me. Oh, or Karsten. Man. Karsten. Yeah. Hey. So you don't know the team? No, I There's don't know no the team. What, what, bet, who does he play for? I think if you gave Courtney 50 guesses, he wouldn't even list this team. I bet he doesn't even know this team I exists. Think you're right. Try, I, try I, me. So let me see. Don't be looking at your phone. Okay, I know some players. Lonzo Ball. You just looked at your phone. And Jason Tatum. No, I didn't. <laughs> Somebody. Whoever it is. Thank you so much for helping your boy out. So then you got the team then. <laughs> that, that, oh, this is my wife. Oh my god. Even better. This is my wife texting me from her. Her what does your phone, phone tell you? You never, I was going to say, you never know who it is. Come on, Red. <laughs> Lisa's funny. I'm a she, little unhappy she put Lonzo Ball in there first. Yeah, because there's about five or six guys. I don't want to talk about Lonzo too much. Yeah, but did she put the team in there? Did she give you the team? Oh, man? she'll know. Oh, I know. She knows. No, that's crazy. She, she they, they watch this stuff, man. I don't watch this stuff. It, it it's a it's but you just said I could put the best basketball team there's together. No but I could way. put the best basketball <laughs> team together. Ever, no, you couldn't. If just you don't, don't play for money. There's not a team. No, I could put. The there's be- not a team. That all I gotta have do is watch these people, oh, okay. and I'm gonna say, okay, I could put this together. So if you're watching, you feel confident. Oh, most definitely. No, I, I, okay, I would trust that. But you're not gonna watch it. Luca's the the one of the smoothest white dudes ever played the game. He's 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 kind of he's bird reincarnated. Only he's more of a slasher than a shooter, but he can shoot it too. This dude is good. I feel terrible. This girl got to quit texting me. Lonzo Ball's little brother's about to get drafted. There's a lot of people that think he's coming to the Bulls. The Bulls might even trade up. Is he that good? 
can he do it? I, I we've only watched him against. Where, where was that league at? Where did they create a league? What You're country about were the they in? Or the other? Oh, um, I don't remember. Yeah, we've only I watched think. him in a foreign league and in, mm-hmm. in high school. Um, he looks like the best one from his high school film, if you're comparing mm. it to their high school film. The, the oldest ball was garbage. I mean, he was he yeah. was nothing at UCLA. The oldest brother don't ever really got it. He can he get you there, but he make everybody else better. Yeah, he, Sorry, he, Jason. He got recruited to UCLA two years before Lonzo because they wanted Lonzo. That's the only reason mm. the dude got, U, got UCLA on, the, yeah. on his chest, but... Uh, Lonzo's okay. It's just his jumper so awkward. He's he's a pretty good point guard. His stats are coming. Ugly. I, I think he's gonna be all right. How, how long does it take for him? He's been in the league for a while, right? It's the two the full seasons. Brother? Oh, that's just two seasons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why she said Lonzo. Yeah, no. <laughs> Unless it's three and times flying, but I'm pretty sure that this was just the end of his second. It was Lithuania. Season. I forgot. Lithuania. Yeah. Oh, it was. Well, that's heck. That's where. That's where he played. He played with uh, LiAngelo for for a bit. Um, and then I remember he went back to high school and he played uh, for Spire Spire Academy, however oh, yeah. you pronounce it. And then I think he went back overseas. So uh, it's hard a, to keep up with. It's they, really they have, they have a too yeah. involved father. Oh my god! And now the middle brother, I don't know what he's up to. I don't even. When I, I heard, heard him heard say he could him. beat Jordan one on one, I was like, I'm this guy is completely dead to me. The daddy, yeah, the daddy, crazy, yeah. But he is because he averaged like two points a game in college. Somebody looked up like his trash. <laughs> he did play but, for the uh, Panthers football, though. Hey, he's I, the I can ultimate see him. I can promoter. See that man had to take a lot of hits on the head. <laughs> yeah, those concussions are coming back. I wouldn't call him ultimate because he wasn't successful uh, at promoting. And shoe brand is dead. <laughs> I mean, it was hot for two seconds. And then they found out the guy who who was doing the company with them stole from them, yeah. and so that didn't of course, work out. Because look at this moron running the company. <laughs> this guy thinks he'd beat Jordan. Heads up. Yeah, that was silly. He Ooh, we gotta get a that. break. We got Colin Bonner waiting on a call. I didn't realize what time Oops. it was. Speaking of the Jordan of his people, it's Colin Bonner. The mm. Scotsman joins us next. We're gonna get a break. On the way to break, your first peak of the three-day weather forecast. The Rev. Courtney Carson. It's cloudy. Yes, it is. With a chance of showers, otherwise mostly cloudy, with a high near 74, and wind gusts that's over 40 miles per hour. Tonight, showers and possibly a thunderstorm with a low around 35. On Wednesday, it's Veterans Day. Salute is sunny with a high over 50. And then Thursday, sunny with a high near 58. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and stay healthy, my friends. Harvest means long hours and hard work and planning ahead for what's next. As the third largest ag lender in Illinois, First MidBank and Trust has a team of ag professionals who can help you make profitable decisions for next year. Whether you want to add more acres, upgrade equipment, or make seed purchases for planning, our ag lenders can help because we know how important it is to be ready for what comes next. Talk to a First Mid ag lender today. First Mid is an equal opportunity lender. With record low inventory, low interest rates, and climbing demand, this isn't a buyer's or a seller's market. This is everyone's market. Now's the time to start planning your next move. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Brink Auto Realtors has the team and resources you need to get started. Call 217-875-0555 or visit BrinkOtter.com today. Our technology, expertise, and network is your powerful advantage. Find your way home. BrinkOtter.com.
This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. No, no. Is she going to make up for yesterday and play all country? <laughs> no, nope, just country. one. Just oh, okay. one. This song sounds terrible. Who's this? <laughs> She's back on a country. Rodney Atkins. Which guy that does, what does Roddy Atkins wear? Uh, Florida State ball cap? Oh, he's kind of old school, actually. Is he? Okay. He's like 90s, early 2000s, I would say. It's a song about America. I thought it was perfect for yesterday, but. Oh, my God. I Googled Rodney but, Atkins and the. Is there he a cowboy hat on? He got it. No, he has a ball cap on. <laughs> It's a great song. <laughs> I've never heard it. <laughs> if you love America, it's a great song. Only if you love America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, since I don't like this song, I don't love America. I guess not. Mm. Oh. I don't know. It's it's really a strong less sometimes, to be honest. we, we America lets me down on occasion. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, a lot of people say if you don't love something, you don't love America. So. Mm. What's, uh, what's the name of this terrible song? It's Is America. That it? It's America. <laughs> he told me right when I asked. <laughs> Didn't he? That was kind of cool. To be fair, that happens all country songs. You pretty much, you get they to just, a line and you're like, oh, that's what it's we called. We ran out of lines to steal from people. We got to get back to the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a song last night on The Voice. Awesome song. What was it called? Um, it's a long title. If the world was ending, would you come over, I think? How did it go? I I only heard it the one time, and then I went and then I went and listened to it. So I know you're trying to get me to sing, but no, I, I, I really dude, can't. You can really sing. That's the thing, you're, Dom. Have you heard him sing, Courtney? You you're think, just comparing Courtney, me to you. You think you can sing? <laughs> the, so I don't think anyone's no. gonna take what you say. Yo, the gospel is that I can really sing, <laughs> like for real. Song, we haven't sang any gospel songs, so we've only sang. The song is just called "If the World Was Ending." If the world was that song was called "If the World song. Was." Isn't ending. Julie Michaels a country singer? Is, or is she a pop singer? Julie Michaels. No. Julia Michaels. Julia Michaels. She's the featured singer on it. It's a guy named uh, J.P. Sachs. I've never heard of him. I've heard of her. but Somebody sang, and I was like, wow, this is a really good song. There's a couple people on The Voice that are blockbuster. But, again, The Voice goes out and gets professional singers. They just haven't quite made it, made it. A lot of them have albums that have made mm-hmm. money. Right. But, anyway, the girl that sang it was phenomenal. So I was like, i got to check this song out. Play that. It's a... Slow song. It's literally about the like people that you broke up, but if the world was ending, would you come over? Yeah, but it's still it's got a cool mm. got a cool uh, vibe to it. But it's definitely a slow song. Probably not something show worthy. Forty minutes and counting. Eric Lee Show. Richard Community College. Courtney Carson. Every Tuesday, brought to you by Earthmover Credit Union. Every Tuesday, we get a chance to chat with somebody from the Park District, and it's always fun when our uh, our favorite Scotsman joins the fray. Colin Bonner. Colin Bonner. What's going on? Eric Lee, how are you, sir? Uh, we're doing fantastic. How, how are you? How are you? How, how's it going at forty years old, mate? <laughs> Not too bad. I'm uh, <laughs> just caught with you then, yeah. I don't know what that one was. I didn't hear. I didn't catch that one. Okay. <laughs> how you been? Uh, not too bad. Keeping pretty quiet, but um, yeah, uh, soccer still kind of trucking along. What can you do? We can do 
mostly everything. Okay. Um, since you're since uh, you're doing it against each other, is that is that the plan? Is that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, out, outdoor season in the fall was kind of strange because you know we didn't travel out of state, we didn't we didn't travel anywhere really. Oh, we just yeah. uh, did kind of inter scrimmaging, and but we managed to keep the kids outside, you know, keep them mentally active and physically mm-hmm. active, and keep them going that way. Um, so that was good. We managed to do something in the fall. Did the um, did the high school kids, then, the high school boys that would normally be out, were they able to come? Did you find something were. for them to do? Yeah. Good. Um, That's yeah, cool. IHSA kind of canceling and then, I guess, rescheduling the season till the spring. They had nothing for the fall. So we kind of stepped up and offered some training. Uh, so we had over, uh, well, about 80, yeah, the 80 high school boys were out training with us no in kidding. the fall. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, got them out there training. Again, I, I can't lack of, you know, scrimmages and games, but at least they were training and staying fit. And, I mean, is that you know, is that how many high school boys you have in the spring anyway? Uh, we were down a few okay. uh, based on what we usually have in the spring. But gotcha. for, for the fall, when we don't ever usually have them, you know, we were kind of surprised by how many, um, how many kids came out and wanted to do something. So that was great. I mean, it tells you, you, you these the, the kids mostly get – Better competition within club anyway than high school. Yeah. Are, are, are you an anti high school guy? You know, I, I know you you no, want them. To, no, not at all. I know you no. want them to play if it's there, but but if, yeah. if they were playing club only, could they get a better experience? I guess or more prepped for college. I don't know. Is there is there is there positives to high school? Yeah, there's definitely a trend to to club soccer now being uh, the kind of avenue that these kids want to go through. To be seen, you know, there's a lot more college coaches going to, you know, the club showcases as yeah. opposed to the high school games, which you, it's just kind of inevitable. There's just a higher um, level of performing player there. Look how many um, more kids they can see. Just like basketball, I think basketball's gone to this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but the but the high school um, seasons, there's still a need for that. You know, there's still there's some quality players. You get your high school pride. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot more people will go and watch a high school game than they will a club game, you know, mm. uh, in terms of spectators. There's a there's that element to it. And a lot of people, a lot of the boys and girls, love playing for their high school, and rightly so. I think that's a, a kind of big part of their, um, you know, high school, you know, yeah, career, I guess, you know. You're right, but if, if, if things change, I think they enjoy playing for the high school because they're playing with the friends they've grown up playing with for the most part. If, if that life is a little different, they'd probably enjoy club more because if they grew up playing, you're probably, we're probably starting to see, I bet there's some kids that say they enjoy club more because they've been playing with, with you guys for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been here so, you've been here, you've got a, how many years have you been here now, Colin? I'm going to be my 10th year, into yeah. my 10th year, yeah. You're almost through like a whole cycle of a kid that may have started as a four-year-old that's going to be here through high school. It's, it's crazy, yeah. yeah. These kids tell me they're driving or they've got a job or they're <laughs> doing this. I'm like, no, you're not. You're do, you, do, you, do you remember a bunch uh, of them as four- and five-year-olds? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of them coming through. Um, and that's, you're right, that's the beauty of what we offer, I think, is, you know, we've got, on our, especially on our high school teams, you know, we've got kids from, you know, Springfield area, the Champaign area, you know, Charleston, Arcola, Tuscola, Decatur, obviously, and, and kind of mixed together. You know, so you talk about having your school friends, of course, with your high school, but then you, you kind of branch off and you've got all mm-hmm. this, this group of new friends, you know, and new family, not just the players, the parents too, you know. Yeah. They kind of branch off and meet people, and it's a very, um, I don't know, it's a social thing as well. So a lot of them enjoy that. I'm really only getting to that. I just feel like we have a, we always have, we'll have a good set of soccer players, and boys and girls, and then we'll have somebody unbelievable, and they're still not D1. So, like, I think that's why I'm I'm down on on high school. I mean, and and, and trust me, I I like three or four 
we got great programs with great coaches around here, but it's like, how do we get them to that next level? Michaela Harder's not even D1. She was unbelievably dominant. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I'm wondering, yeah. is, is the club kid the way to go that you start getting Division One college paid for kind of kids? And, and Michaela got a scholarship. She went to D2, but. but yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, um, you know, the area that we have, you know, this the scope that we have, we're, we're sending our kids who've just had another recruit. Uh, or another player uh, commit to D2 uh, this week, uh, Vince Kester. Um, and I think over the period you know, that I've been here, I think we've maybe had one or two D- D1 players. I think Davis Wegman was a, one, a D1 player. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what we're finding is we're getting a lot of our kids that are maybe taking the step up from, mm-hmm. you know, after they kind of come through mid-state, what's, is there another step to get to get there? And a lot of them are going to what's called developmental academies, which okay. are through the club. And this mm. is kind of a new thing that's kind of swept through the last 10, 15 years, I guess. And one of our players, uh, Sam Moore, who is probably one of the, the most talented, hardworking players we've had in the club, he actually signed with Columbus Crew uh, wow. just, a couple, just a couple of months ago. Um, and that was, so that's an MLS academy. So what happens is he goes down and plays with the under-17 team. And he's even trained and played with the under-19 team. So the next step for him is, you know, can he break through, you know, in a couple of years, maybe to the MLS team, you know? Um, so that's a route that a lot of our kids are taking, which, you know, you could compare that to D1 level, you know, in terms of the, you know, kind of exposure. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. Going to be a professional player, you know? So um, although we don't necessarily have that, you know, as many go in D1, um, it's, it's also the experience of, of what D2 and D3 and whatever else, NAIA or JUCO, whatever that provides, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's still a lot of high-level talent, whichever, you know, Michaela Harder is a D1 player in my, you know. Yeah. And, and you think, about, you know, she went D2, no mm. problem. Um, yeah. There's a lot of other uh, D2 players are, are going D2, but could they play D1? Yeah. It, yeah, Nothing and part like of it, that. and we saw this, we saw this with football. We went through a dry spell with football. We went through one with basketball, but now they're, they're both back. I mean, we we've had a lot of Division One basketball kids. Yeah. That I think if you're if you're not an area that draws the scouts here, then a lot of times those kids will will fall through the cracks and they could have gone D one, but they end up going to a better quality D two program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were seeing that with football. Only maybe it was D three by then because there's not that many D two programs around here. Um, you know, the, the difference between a, a very good Division three team and a and a, a not as popular Division One Eastern Illinois, who doesn't mm-hmm. win a whole lot of games. They have their good seasons every now and then. Or um, I don't know, uh, Northern Illinois is, is is better than than Eastern, but you know sometimes they're they're not that great right now. Mm-hmm. But the, the difference between that and a, and a very good Division Three player isn't that different. So maybe it's kind of like that in soccer because we haven't had four or five to help attract and make this a Division One area. So, yeah. yeah, and as uh, you know, Central Illinois, there is there's a lot of talent here. Um, yeah. And we obviously have our Decatur players, but we also draw from other areas. And then they sometimes kind of go through a, a kind of pathway through the, um, you know, kind of like with if we join forces with other clubs, you know, within Central Illinois, we kind of do these, um, you know, teams, especially in high school. You know, it gives them a better chance because then you can go to maybe a, a higher level tournament and maybe a college coach, you know, comes along because they see the name um, that's maybe got Illinois in it as opposed to Decatur, you know? Yeah, um, that's true. So they sometimes get spotted a little bit easier that way. And that's, we, so we have those supplemental, uh, programs as well that they can branch off of mid state as well. So yeah. I think that helps too. 
That's cool. I believe Men's State is one of the highlights for Decatur, Illinois, man. Absolutely. What, what's the secret sauce to your program? My son, Christian, and my other son, Cree, was at a different program, but since they be, become Mid-State kid soccer players, they've their game just elevated, man. They really enjoy going to practice and really enjoy being out there on the field. So what, what's your what's your secret sauce, man? Why is your program so good? The accent. The accent, you got a nice accent. Man. I've been here just listening to his accent. Hey, can you check? Can you uh, flip it and, and and sound more American? If you, how, is oh, it yeah. easy for you to do that? He does a good yeah, white girl. He does a good do white girl. They all leave the program, so I can't do that. Um, no, I, I yeah, I, I've seen your kids in there, Courtney. That's awesome. I'm, we're, we're pleased they're in there and enjoying themselves. But you hit the nail on the head. They enjoy it. And that is the key right there because as soon as they come into the program, we want coaches with personality and we don't even really necessarily care about the sport of soccer. It's just have the kids in there enjoying it and and not make it seem like work or make Mm -hmm. it seem like something extra. Just have fun and want them to come back. And as they come back and come back and come back, you know, it might be for the personality of a coach or it might be they just enjoy running or maybe for the, the love of the game, but they develop it over time. Uh, and the more they enjoy it, the more they come back, the more they're going to, you know, develop any good soccer players. So, yeah. um, when do you, then, when do you start getting into feeling a little bit like work? Is that a junior high or is that high school? Well, like I say, it's, it's probably in the, it's probably in the high school age. Um, we're certainly pushing a lot of the kids, even at 12, 13, 14, to, yeah. to maybe higher-level tournaments, um, you know, once we actually... Yeah, and it depends what teams they join, yeah, if they get travel mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, and you will have it with some of the younger teams, too. We just don't want to push too early. You know, it's, it's very much, it's, it's, you, you ease into it. Um, Burnout's so a real thing. 10, mm-hmm. Yeah, so when it gets to 11, 11, stage, 11 the 11 stage, which is... Uh, when they become 12, 13 years old of age, you know, you're 13, you're on the big field. You're on the field that the professionals are on, you know, so, mm. uh, or the same size field. So uh, it becomes a little bit more serious then, but it, it's still, you know, we have a lot of multi-sport athletes, which is great. Uh, it's great for their development to do that. Uh, and it's, it's not necessarily a, a soccer-only geared team. Uh, once we get into the high school age, it's a little bit different, you know, because we... Um, we are pushing a little bit more because a lot of these kids do want to maybe get a scholarship or, or go on into to do something with soccer. So yeah, I would say probably about the kind of junior high age, yeah, for sure. What other sports help a young kid become a good soccer player? Is it just is it just endurance sports like running? No, I would say basketball has a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of hockey players back in the day. They said hockey was really good for. Mm. Um, it's very similar, you know, with the movements. Anything um, with that little bit of hip bumping, right? I guess you know. Yeah. It, football yeah, may yeah. be too much, but I'm sure football can help a kid too. But uh, oh no, for sure. Yeah. Um, just a lot more short, kind of sporadic, you know, bursts in football. You know, that's going to help. Exactly. Um, swimming helps for sure. We've had a lot of cross country and track kids. That's probably our most popular, like, combined sport with soccer. Would be would be one of those, but. But that's not necessarily soccer. You know, you do need to be fit, but you know, you can you can still have a good skill base and, and be really good at soccer. You know, we can, you can get more physically fit later as you, as you kind of uh, get a little bit more serious. You know, we just want that technical aspect. Yeah. You know, early. You know, so we can kind of build on it. I'm sure lacrosse would help a kid too. That's a growing sport, oh, and especially yeah, yeah. with the part of yeah. What do you got coming up that, that you'd like to talk about? I think I steered you away from what we were going to chat about. It. You got a three. Uh, Three, yeah. 
we've got we've got a lot of things going on. Um, the, the thing I kind of want to mention is that we obviously are aware of the aware. We're obviously in, in the pandemic right now, so we're very um, cognizant of all the, the kind of guidelines that we have to follow and mm-hmm. we want to follow. Um, so we are at the indoor sports centre, we are at the disc. Um, it's we have uh, some indoor stuff on the Monday night, which is kind of like missile, what we have, outdoor season. Okay. Um, but we bring that inside. Uh, we also have Little Critters, which Little is Critters. Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday. I know you want me to say that programme. As many times um, as possible. <laughs> yeah, so we've got that as well. We have goalkeeping training, uh, which mm. is great for the kind of socially distance portion of it. Uh, we have total performance training as well, which is just kind of like speed and agility with the soccer ball. And then we have some kind of 4v4 games, kind of scrimmages as well for the high school kids, for the club kids, even for the adults as well. Um, but the key com- uh, component here is everything is limited. Everything is small rosters, you know, small uh, numbers of players on teams um, to limit the kind of, you know, the possible spread of the virus. Um, we are kind of sanitizing between sessions. We have a one-way system within the disc, uh, which is new, which is really good for avoiding kind of groups congregating. You know, we have a kind of staggered lineup of when a group comes in and when the next group uh, leaves. Um, so we have all those kind of guidelines um, in place. And then obviously um, the kind of mask wearing as well, which is which is mandatory, you know, for spectators and for and for players, um, and then there's a spectator limit as well. So I think we're doing all we can to make sure that we can continue, you know, offering things for the kids because we have had a great turnout, um, and we know the, the kids and the, the parents need to get out and get, you know, some mental and physical health um, going. Um, yeah. So we want to provide that, but we obviously want to make sure we're being safe and that we are doing all we can to, to make sure they're not, we're kind of limiting the, the, the chance of exposure. So uh, we do have a, it is a lot different from what you might normally expect, you know, from being an indoor facility. But um, every program that we have had, we have still managed to offer in some capacity uh, for this for this winter. Gotcha. And uh, midstatesoccer.com is the website, or they can give you a call where? Uh, we can call us at the disc, uh, 429 disc. Uh, the website has a lot of information. Um, we got a Facebook page which has which is really it's updated a lot. So Facebook gotcha. is probably one of our go to uh, spots as well. And they, you can ask questions on there, and people hear back from you too. So they do. Yeah, good deal. Hey, how, how's, how's how's your parents? How's the pandemic in Scotland? Mm. It's uh, very similar to here. Um, I think the my, my my sister and my brother-in-law actually were diagnosed uh, with COVID nineteen, uh, as was my best friend. Um, they have since recovered. Um, just kind of like a loss of, you know, the sense of smell and taste, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, so they're they're kind of back at it. The schools are still in session, um, but they're really it, it's very similar to here. But I just think the approach from the government in Scotland has been, um, I wouldn't say harsh, but there's just there, it's just more of a lockdown feel. You know, gotcha. it's kind of like a mm. but they're school they're on right now. You know, so but but they're in school. They're in classrooms. They are. I think they, they wow. kind of view school as just the the priority of for you know for society that has to go on. Okay. Um, but they, I mean, there's a lot of things that you cannot do. Um, I think the bars and restaurants and things have kind of scaled back dramatically. They might even be all closed right now. Um, Closing the bars so, in Scotland. That's 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 right. a big deal. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. Um, 
and then I think everybody's missing as like everybody here is like the sporting events and you know yeah. concerts and different things. You just, there's just no way to get back into that right now. So sure, um, yeah, it's, hmm. it's very similar, but I'm kind of keeping an eye on all that over there too. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, it makes sense. You got to watch that as closely as you watch here. So, well, you're doing great. Yeah. Keep it up. It's great talking to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate I, it. I got to hear you change your accent real quick, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in a maybe a, a little critters or a, a missile station. He's saying little critters. That. It's the greatest thing he's ever said. They created this program for, uh-huh. for like the the youngest kids, and it's little critters. Little critters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotta be, gotta be sca- careful we don't scare the kids off. So we can't say it too harshly, you know. <laughs> little critters. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna scare them all away. <laughs> all right, Colin. Great stuff. We appreciate it. Nice to talk to you, Colin. Yep. It's Thanks, our part, part, yep, absolutely. It's our part district conversation, uh, every Tuesday, but it's also an inside the locker room conversation brought to you by Bring Counter Realtors. Since we're talking a little sports, we don't get to talk a lot of sports right now. Courtney doesn't watch any of them, so we can't even, <laughs> me and Dominique, they can talk sports once in a while, and that's about it. Um, I can, sp- I can speak sports a little bit. I can tell you, you know. I don't know, man. <laughs> you didn't even know who Luka Doncic was, so we're not talking NBA. I don't know these new cats. <laughs> I don't know these new guys, man. Zion Williams. I know Zion Williams, though. Do you even know what pro team's in New Orleans? Huh? Which pro team's in New Orleans? What's the mascot? The New York. I knew you wouldn't know it. One. You got to talk to me That's about where Zion time. Williamson is. I knew you oh, wouldn't know Oh, for real? It, you know. I didn't know that. You I, don't even know who they are. <laughs> the, the Bobcats. You, you that, that's, that, Charlotte. that's Charlotte's old one. You gotta be kidding me! Yeah, they got the, something new. They're the Hornets again. Yeah. They oh, have, okay. They were the Bobcats for about six years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. Are we sure the prison years were a, a ten ago or whatever? <laughs> we sure the Courtney troubled years being hid from the public <laughs> weren't just the last couple? <laughs> been awfully awfully busy oh man that's funny we got to get a break hour two on the way on the way to break how about a peek at a three-day weather forecast since it's cloudy you might need to hear about this three-day weather update into you've been listening to the newhoff media podcast network for more visit newhoffmedia.com